Hello and welcome back. Today is September 27th and this is episode number 21. And the title is, Are You Running Out of Time All the Time? How many times a week do you find yourself saying, I don't have time? How many times a day do you say, gee, I lost track of time? How often do you actually think about time? How many times in your lifetime have you thought, I wish I had made the time? The truth is, from all the obstacles around people nowadays, the biggest one is, you got it, time. Yes, it is time that is the biggest barrier for most people. I can see people who have many other major obstacles that I personally view as more serious and sometimes in my mind more prohibiting, but time is a major factor for them. The reality is time has remained the same. There are still 60 seconds in every minute, 60 minutes in every hour, and 24 hours in every day. It's not like we suddenly have 16 hours a day instead of 24. The earth still goes around the sun at the same time and the same pace. The sun rises around the right time every day and it also sets at the right time every evening. What has changed is how we fill our time. About 90% of people I counsel come to me to get healthier, mostly by eating healthier and avoiding toxic foods. Some also need some coaching on other lifestyle changes, such as exercise or to quit smoking or quit drinking alcohol or have better sleep hygiene to uh, clean up their house of toxic chemicals that put their health at risk, among other things. Sometimes people come to me with the assumption that I'm going to tell them or recommend to them three shakes a day or some sort of a bar package packaged or ready-to-go meal replacements. That assumption is very quickly put to rest when I tell them that I advise exactly the opposite. A while ago, I had a conversation with someone who worked for a company that sells many health products, including meal replacement shakes and bars. I told her, um, honestly, that I don't recommend that for many health reasons. One of the major things which surprises many people is that drinking your meals, like shakes or juicing, is actually detrimental to your health, even though it is a huge business and a huge market these days. The response I got was, well, many people are not lucky like you to be able to prepare their meals all the time, so this is a healthy alternative. Well, my point about making time and the detrimental effects of liquid meals never got across, unfortunately, because that same person was personally struggling with time. I will not get into all of the health effects in the interest of time, yes, since I'm talking about managing time, but rather spend the time today to tell you that everyone has set the time, no matter what you do and who you are. Time is yours to own and manage, but the key here is manage. So I would like to start with this story. Someone tells me that I was so busy this week, I never got to prepare my food. I got to bed too late, so I never got to exercise. Because of that, I ate really poorly, and now I'm a mess. 
were getting on the road to visit family for a day and now I have nothing prepared to take with me so I'm not sure how I'm going to eat um, that is healthy or what I'm going to eat that's healthy on the road. I think I'm going to have to regroup next Monday. Let me tell you, this is a very common story that I hear once at least every week. Here are a few questions that I ask. So when you were so busy this past week, did you eat at all? Yes. Okay. So you did have some food, correct? When and where did you get that food? Hmm. Here and there. Note. There is no real good answer here. So if you did go to some store or restaurant to get something to eat, was there nothing healthy to get? Hmm. Yeah, but you know, with all the stress and rushing around, I really didn't have the time to buy things I could prepare. Hmm. Really? How about exercise? What got in, that w in the way of exercise? Well, I got home later than I wanted. Then I started answering some emails, and before I knew it, I lost track of time, and it was midnight, so I could not get up at 5.30 to exercise. Okay, so lost track of time answering emails. Note, priorities. So you are getting on the road um, this weekend. What are you planning to eat on the road? Well, I have not had time to shop and prep, so we're just going to have to get by until we're back. Okay, so... Are you going to have to eat something on the road, right? You can't just be driving eight hours with no food. So you have to pack or get something, correct? Yes, but at this point, I just think we're going to have to grab stuff on the way. Okay, that's fine. Even if you do, I'm sure there are plenty of places where they serve something healthy you can get. Hmm, we'll see. You know, with kids and everything, that's really, really hard. You see where I'm going with this, right? Okay, so here are some thoughts. You must eat no matter what. So even if you are so busy that cooking is out of the question, here are a few tips. Go to the store. In the produce aisle, grab a huge container of all washed and ready to eat mixed green salad, tomatoes, cukes, radishes, carrots, celery, and some potatoes, a bag of apples, and a bunch of bananas. Every grocery store has these. Time spent, 10 minutes. In the canned food aisle, grab a few cans of tuna and a bottle of balsamic. Time spent, five minutes max. In the dairy section on the fridge, grab one dozen eggs, a container of hummus, spent, time spent, three minutes max. At home, while you shower or get cleaned up or whatever for 10 minutes, boil some eggs, bake potatoes in the oven, and pack salads for lunches, pack tuna for proteins. Time spent 15 to 20 minutes max. Note, potatoes will bake unsupervised. So the total time spent was 43 to 45 minutes max, not counting your driving time, but you have to drive anyway. Now, the busy week comes, you have breakfast, egg, banana or apple, lunch, salad, and tuna, snack, carrots, celery, and hummus, dinner. Okay, if you really, 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 really have no time whatsoever, 
you can still grab a healthy dinner of veggies and a healthy protein at a restaurant or even at many grocery stores you can buy pre-cooked chicken fish veggies all can be healthy this is the worst case scenario for a week now I'm almost certain that there has to be at least 45 minutes in one week when one can bake some fish or chicken in the oven while answering emails. One to two pound of chicken or fish will be the dinners for a week with some salad or baked and, and or baked potato. Now, for the road trip, the same veggies and hummus or tuna is very portable. So what stops you from packing those? Or in the event that you need to stop and get something, what stops you from ordering a salad with a protein or even use your own prepackaged tuna on that healthy salad? I've done that many times. The kids will want something else, I hear. Okay, so that is their wish, right? You do not have to eat what your kids want to eat. Now, let's not even get me started on uh, the kids choices because that is an entire chapter in a book someday but I hear this from parents all the time well I have to have some types of junk food in the house for the kids my thoughts are really uh, do you not love them I bite my tongue even if you do have to have some junk food for your kids which I really strongly disagree with so what they eat that and you do not so it is not mostly a matter of time, it is choice, your choice. Now let's talk about making time for you, either to exercise, prepare your food or sleep, etc. Your health is the most valuable asset you own. Let's repeat that again and again and again. Now if you car needed gas, would you say, well, I don't have time to get gas today or this week? You wouldn't dare to do that because you know that you're going to get stuck without gas somewhere. So you need to get to places. You will not think about putting that off, would you? No matter how busy you are. You also would not stop, say, for diesel because it is closer and because you have no time, even though your car takes gasoline, would you? So how is your body less valuable to you than your car or any different. You make time to put gas in your car, right? Evenings and time. How many people spend at least two hours on emails, Facebook, and other um, related technology every night after work? Two hours is very common for most people. So if you have two hours after work to do all that, don't you think you would have 30 minutes to prepare food? If you have two hours for all that, emails and social media and all that, couldn't you possibly quit that hour earlier and go to bed so that you get up and exercise? Unfortunately, we have filled our time with stuff, with all the stuff that is not only not absolutely necessary to our well-being or life, but also detrimental to our health. Many people I know spend one to two hours a night on the computer or text with work-related things. Here is a huge problem. Leave work behind when it is time to quit. Whether you work from home nowadays or the office, leave it behind. 
Many people I know are always on with their phone, text, email, and other stuff. I know people who are getting texts from work at 6 in the morning. Okay, there's something fundamentally wrong with that. Even if you do get a message or text, unless you are an EMT and are getting a call to go and put out a fire or save someone's life at that very moment, there is no good reason for you to respond to that. We have allowed our lives, work, and everything else mesh in such a way that there are absolutely no boundaries. When your boss or coworker texts you at 6 a.m., they are invading your boundary, and you are letting them do that if you reply at that moment. You know what I'm talking about, and you know who you are, and you do it. You're eating breakfast, or exercising, or doing something good for you at 6 a.m., I hope, and you get that text from work, and you have two choices. Give up your time to answer that text right then and there, and cut into your precious exercise time or breakfast, and then tell yourself later, I don't have time. Or you can ignore that call or text at 6 a.m. and tell yourself, this is my time. It is your choice. I guarantee that no one will be able to fire you if you did not answer a work-related text or email before 8 a.m. or after 6 p.m. You make that toxic habit because you gave up that time. And you can take it back. This never used to be the case when we were not chained to our cell phones. Phones were there to be used when you needed to make a call or even text someone for a good reason at the right time. Do you remember when there was a time when people had landlines? I'm dating myself, I know. But there was a time when calling someone at 9 in the evening or 6 in the morning was very unacceptable and actually really rude. You just didn't do that because it was understood that most people are spending time resting with family, not working at 9 p.m. or possibly sleeping at 6 a.m. or doing whatever they are doing, which is not work. But now, because we can text anytime, we assume that it is okay because we assume that most people in their right mind have their phone on silence between, say, 9 p.m. and 7 a.m. But the truth is, more often than not, most people do not have it on silence and do check their phones because it has become an obsession. I bet you if you added up all the seconds and the minutes that we look at our phone, answer a text or email or whatever that is not absolutely necessary for life, we all have an extra 30 to 45 minutes a day. So if you really wanted to make the time for you, that time is still very much here. You just have to get your priorities straight. If you are your priority, if you make your health your priority, if unhealthy eating is not an option, if skipping exercise because of poor time management is not an option, then you have time. Imagine if you told your boss, well, I'm late today because uh, last night I spent two hours on emails and I couldn't go to bed to sleep in time. So um, I had to sleep in today. So here I am two hours late. 
or imagine you need to get your kid to school in the morning and you tell him or her, well kid, I spent hours last night doing unnecessary stuff like emails and things like that and now I need to sleep so you're on your own this morning or you're going to be late for school because I need to sleep in. Would you consider that an option? I bet not. So it is a matter of priorities and a matter of making time. Now, let me tell you about time from another angle. I have quite a few older clients and patients. There are some that are exactly the same age or age group, say about over 80. Some who are well enough to exercise every day, prepare a simple healthy meal for themselves every day, and do their day-to-day tasks independently every day. There are others, almost exactly the same age group, who are not only not able to exercise, they cannot even perform very simple daily tasks without a struggle. Things like showering, putting socks on, putting clothes on without help or too much struggle, or grab a cup from the cupboard without the fear of dropping it. These are very real, and my heart goes out to them. So what's the difference? The first group made the time to engage in healthy behavior, eat mostly a healthier diet, take care of their own health better when they were younger, and had the time because they made the time. The latter, on the other hand, tell me, I wish I had met you years ago. The truth is, meeting me isn't what they are wishing for or they needed. They're wishing they had made the time to spend on their health and their meals and their exercise then, back then, which is affecting their health now. There's nothing more painful than seeing someone wishing they could turn back the time and do it all over again, but this time spend time on their health because now it's too late. If you want to age gracefully, If you want to remain independent, active and healthy, and taking care of your own personal tasks independently, you must take the time now, no matter how old you are today. Imagine the two stories I told you. Imagine being 85, able-bodied, active for your age, doing the things you like to do independently and without much assistance from others. Being able to live in your own home for as long as possible. Now imagine the alternative. You are 85, struggling a lot to get out of bed every day because you're too weak. Imagine struggling to go to bathroom because pulling your pants up takes so much time and energy that you're exhausted. Imagine needing someone to shop and cook for you. Imagine being at the mercy of others to take you shopping for your clothes or basic needs. Imagine one day you are so weak that you fall and you cannot get up for hours until someone comes to rescue you. Now, if that does not incentivize you to make the time now, I'm not sure what will. It is only a matter of time, and the matter is in your able-bodied hands. Are you going to make the time for your health today? Because by tomorrow, You will have lost all the time you spend today not on your health and you will get that you will not get that time back now i am a time and scheduling freak i'm guilty of filling my days 
to the minute. And if someone interrupts me, God forbid, I will have to make up for that time. But I have learned one valuable lesson. I refuse to give up my wellness time no matter what. I dedicate about two hours a day for my exercise and stretching time, and there isn't anything or anybody in this world who can stop me but me. I dedicate time every week to shop and prep my healthy food. I may not I may have to give up on a couple of hours of emails or calls or texts or social media or TV, but I make that my time. And I know in my heart to that someday when I'm 85, if I make it to that age, I'm not going to regret the time I spent on my health. And I know for sure I'm not going to regret not wasting time on unnecessary emails and texts or other wasteful things. I know I keep my days very busy with work because I love what I do. But I also understand the danger of loving one's work so much that you work all the time. I'm a workaholic and I admit it. But I had to teach myself to quit work at some designated time and dedicate that time to me and my relationship, my rest, my mindfulness, so that I can get up tomorrow and do what I love to do, help you get healthy. I may need to schedule time for my relaxing, resting, sleeping, reading, however crammed and short, but I do schedule all of it so I don't lose track of my time. Call me crazy, but putting my eating time, my break time, my rest time and my, on my agenda is what keeps me on track of my health so that I can practice what I preach. So that I can help people get healthier and happier every day. So are you out of time all the time? Do you think you have no time? Think again. Time is all yours to manage. You just need to learn how. Want to learn more? You know how to reach me. You can go to my website at www.drlolly.com. Visit me on Facebook page, Dr. Lolly PhD, or best way to contact me is by email, contact at drlolly.com. That is contact at drlaleh.com. Now remember, we all are entitled to our health at little to no cost all the time, and we are entitled to our freedom, our independence, and our time on this planet every day and all year long. So protect your health, protect your freedom, and protect your time and protect your healthy life today. Thank you for listening this week. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Until then, to your health and happiness.